Welcome to Pastors of the Roundtable. We're glad you're able to join us uh, today. This is the Discipleship Podcast of Monroe Missionary Baptist Church, brought to you by Together in Christ, the teaching ministry of MMBC in Monroe, Michigan. Uh, Together we encourage thoughtful discussion about the Christian faith and connect you to the people and the ministries of MMBC. Sitting around the round table with me today, I've got Tim Michelangeli, Scott Slater, Dave Arnold, I'm Spencer Snow. Um, we're here uh, sitting uh, around this table, and we are, what day is it? Today's the 28th of March yeah. as we're recording this. So, um, yeah, this will come out probably the day before April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, um, yeah. You got a joke? No, I have nothing. I thought you were coming up with something. No, no, I have nothing. I can't make up anything. It's also Um, the middle of March Madness. Yeah, yeah. The peacocks got plucked. and um, It was nice while it lasted. Yeah, it was nice while it lasted. That's how it goes. And uh, so the the Tar Heels ran them over. They did. And uh, so that's over. It's probably, that's, they're close to my least favorite team. The Tar Heels are? Yeah, yeah, I do not like them. Right. Nope, never have. Well, because you like Duke. But that was kind of in response to my hatred for North Carolina. <laughs> the reaction. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You have a lot of that. I mean, you, sometimes you didn't talk about this, or we can talk about <laughs> it. <if you want. laughs> How much you dislike North Carolina? So yeah. you don't like Taylor Hansborough from Missouri? Oh my gosh! That's remember him? One I hated him. Really? He was horrible. Oh, man, I remember watching him. He played. Uh, he I watched gets him. A little bloody nose. And he freaks out. Hey, oh, hey he gosh. was good. He was, he was a, good. He was a baby. He was good. He was no. good. Okay. Um, Anyways, is it Taylor or Ty- Tyler? Tyler. Tyler Hansborough. Yeah, he had Tyler. a brother too. Tyler Another Hansborough. He went to Notre Dame. Yeah. Second worst school, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a good uh, uh, reputation for like a th- school of theology at Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. do they? Yeah. I mean, and, and Rudy was a good movie. Yeah. Rudy yeah. is a good movie. Rudy is a good movie. It's the best thing about Notre Dame is Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, today on Pastors of the Roundtable, we want to talk about a question here. Um, so we'll go around two different rounds here. The first thing, first question I want to ask is this. What have you been reading recently? Um, books, authors, topics, what would you recommend to people maybe? And then the second question we'll go around around the table here is what have you been listening to recently? So I want to get into your lives, into your see what you're doing. Why, um, Why are you doing this thing? Because I'm just like your big brother. I want to want to spy on you and know everything about you. Um, okay. So, Tim, since you're the, se- first? you're the senior pastor, so I think it's a good step for you to lead um, and show us what this looks like. So, first of all, what have you been reading recently? Uh, I do a lot of reading just on what I'm preaching on. It takes up most of my reading. So, I read a lot of books on Ephesians right now. Um I'd have to run in my office to see all the commentaries, but quite a few. I mean, honestly, I think I have uh, right now maybe eight different books that I read. Uh, You guys can maybe help me with some of the names, but James Montgomery Boyce, Martin Lloyd-Jones. I have a Calvin commentary. I have... uh, But but, but you mean John Calvin, right? Because you're saying Calvin commentary. I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, I have um, Do Good. What's his first name? Ian. Ian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a book on the armor of God, so it's not like all of Ephesians, which but is a nice paperback. Yes, it's it's really good. Um, it's, it's very readable. It's thin, yeah, very readable. 
uh, that's been really helpful. Uh, the Puritan book. What's it called? Uh, is that the whole armor of God? The as Christian well? and complete armor. Yeah, William, armor. William yeah. Gurnall. So that one is a. I think we know what he's reading. More. Yeah. <laughs> so that one is a three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's a three-volume set, where like the first volume was just the first couple verses of like stand firm. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, and when I say volume, I mean three hundred pages per mm-hmm. per volume. So. It's a lot of reading. I I try to cover a lot of it, honestly, and read a lot of that. Um, I'm trying to think also I have. I got Hodge. Charles, Charles Hodge. Hodge. That's a real small one, and it's very uh, – uh, it's, it's more about the language. It's Greek, uh, Greek in that. In that. It, that's very helpful, though. That's yeah. something I was going to ask you. And all these – why do you need these different com- – so many different commentaries instead of maybe just one? Because the higher the stack on my desk, the better <laughs> – you know what? I saw I saw one book in that stack not long ago that yeah. didn't look like it had much to do. Yeah, with it was Ephesians. like on golf or something. No, it no. was that. It was girl wash your face. <laughs> That's because you guys keep giving me that. Book. I don't know if I have Where a dirty that face come from. That's a, that, a spiritual yeah. class. I don't That's know if I have spirit, to wash. Yeah, it's one of the. the you know, the mystics <laughs> are going to add that, like the imitation of Christ, Thomas Akempis, Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, your and girl wash now. your life. Yeah, wash your, your best life. Don't now. forget yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Every day is a Friday. And um, and then girl, wash your face. Spiritual classic. I mean, all right. Let me get yeah. back. Sorry, to go ahead. I have uh, Stott, John Stott, John Stott. Um, I'm gonna keep saying the first names. So yeah, that's people. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, which I have found uh, a lot of the commentaries that are newer reference Stotts mostly because he's. I've heard it so, really? said, said about John Stott that he had a gift where like he could tap a scripture and it would just fall perfectly apart. It divi- <laughs> oh, really? like, divided perfectly because he does have a he, great ability to like, yeah. it's, it is, it feels like, I think Alistair Begg said something about like, he yeah. tries to read John Stott last because the outline that John Stott gives you is going to stick in your head yeah. so clearly after you yeah. read it. It's, yeah. it's so, very easy to read. Yeah. That's, that's those, I mean, those different commentaries, they do. They do different things, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, you asked yeah. that question. That was a good question. I try to have like, uh, so there's some commentaries that they would call more devotional uh, that are going to be pretty basic. So uh, going to focus more on points of application. Yeah, so Sinclair Ferguson has a Ephesians, one that I have as well, and it's it's smaller, and it's I think it's meant to be more like a small group. Uh, could read it together. It's got mm-hmm. questions at the end, and mm-hmm. it's it, you know it's going to take little bigger chunks of passages, and he's only going to write probably six to seven pages on that section. It's not like this really long thing. Um, it's called uh, is it called Let's Study Together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that series. Uh, so I have that one too. I usually start with that one just because it's like all right, just kind of get a general thing that's going on. Uh, but then yeah, like the Hodges one is again, it's a thin book, mm-hmm. but it's it's not really giving you a lot of commentary. It's giving you more the words that are being used in the original language, trying to help you, trying to help you with that. Um, so that, then there's some that's just a lot more technical. So like, um, oh, what's the one I've got? Bruce, I think FF Bruce. Mm-hmm. This is pretty technical. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of language stuff um, as well. It's thicker. Goes into some more. Uh, so there's that. But then if you go to like a Lloyd Jones one, it's sermons that he's preached, and he's preached eight sermons on half a verse all the time. I mean, that's just how yeah. he is. Right. And so you're just going through that, uh, and to be, and then Calvin's commentary is kind of the same way where his will be, uh, 
he's fun to read because it's back a long time ago and you got to remember what he was fighting he likes to talk about the pope a lot it's kind of neat yeah, <laughs> he like yes, rips, yeah. rips on the pope yeah. in every sermon and it's not it's even half as much as martin luther does in <laughs> yeah his i bet i bet so, yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's just but it, it's kind of neat because he was a, a longer time ago and so to see the consistency for me that's what helps it's like mm-hmm. i want to see a common thread here because this guy is going off maybe in this direction this guy's kind of jumped off in this direction but for me, I need to know what's kind of the common thread that the commentators are doing uh, in line with what I was kind of thinking this passage was going and where the direction that I want to go. So that's honestly most of the reading I do is is that uh, it's hard for me to read all day here and then go home and be like, oh, I'm just going to read for fun. <laughs> that doesn't happen in my life. Or, or even trying to find a place in my house to sit down and read. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I got too many kids running around and life's just crazy. So uh that doesn't that doesn't happen much for me. It's more like magazines or something that I would read, but it wouldn't be church related. It'd be hunting, golf, ESPN, stuff like that. Do you know what ESPN is, Scott? I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> what does it stand for? I don't remember. Like entertainment, sports. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Something network. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> All right, Scott, what about you? Uh, I've been reading, I just finished a book called Revival and Revivalism by Ian Murray. And so... Uh, did you buy a tent yet? Uh, no, oh. I did not buy a tent. No. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. But that that's a... Uh, Ian Murray's a, a historian uh, who... Uh, is British, I believe, right? Yeah. He served with Martin. You mentioned yeah. Martin Lloyd Jones, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so he served with Martin Lloyd Jones in in England. But that book is essentially trying to do a survey of the years between the first and through the second Great Awakenings in American history. Uh, it starts in like the seventeen forties, seventeen fifties, and goes through the no. It starts yes, and and then it goes through. Uh, the the second great awakening there um, up and through like the 1800s um, <clears throat> but it's just a really helpful survey uh, to understand the history and this is the reason why I read it because we like the language of revival and revivalism well just really revival we tend to think of revival as being what well, you said a tent and a tent meeting so to speak and just to understand, like, where did that come from and why did that come about, there's some pretty big differences between the first and the second Great Awakenings in American history. And the his what he's trying to do is trace how that change came about. How did our modern understanding of revival happen? And what were, what were the theological changes? What were the practical changes within churches? And he just, you know, kind of traced that out. And essentially, in the first Great Awakening, everybody always believed that revival in the church is possible and is something that happens. But it was, the first Great Awakening largely understood that that is something that you can't control. That is something that God, by the power of his spirit, does at his will. You can't predict it. You can't plan it. You can't force it to happen. But the second Great Awakening was really... Uh, actually emphasize that you can control it. There are certain things you can do. There are measures you can add to your church service uh, or the way that you preach that could elicit a specific response from people. And uh, and he just did a really good job tracing that out. And 
it's it's helpful to know the historical context of where the church in America is today and why so many people think the way they do um, about the revi- about revival, about the Holy Spirit and the role of the church. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I yeah. No, that's yeah. it. Okay, Dave. Well, I haven't done a ton of reading because all my books are in boxes right now. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, my bookshelf. So come on, Larry. No, I, pre- I appreciate Larry. He's building bookshelves uh, for the library, and he's given me a couple extras, so I have it. So I'm waiting for that. Um, but the two books I've been reading, the book that I'm going to be using for my class um, by Chad Vegas called uh, Mission by the Book. And it's really good. I've read a lot on missions throughout the years, and I, I like I like how he's kind of framing it more from, you know, that missions is not something separate from ecclesiology, you know, and, and, and just the doctrine. The doctrine what is ecclesiology? The doctrine of the church and um, how it's theology and missions are not two separate things, that they go together. In fact, theology is the underpinnings or the foundation which drives mission, and yet a lot of our modern mission endeavor, especially from the last probably 100 years, especially within Pentecostalism, like we've talked about in previous podcasts, um, very much is, is divorced or separate from theology. And so it's really good. So I've been really enjoying that and uh, kind of diving in. And then my wife, is she's like a incredible reader. She reads like a lot. And so she was reading a book by Dan Allender called Redeeming Heartache. And she's like, you got to read this. It's really good. So I started, he, Dan Allender, he, I think he was a Hebrew professor out of Western Seminary. He's over in the West Coast, Seattle. Uh, I don't know if he's still doing that. But anyway, um, and it's kind of interesting because he looks at like, at kind of uh, how this pandemic or since COVID, um, there's been kind of an exile, if you will, like like the, uh, like the children of, of Israel in Babylon. It's like this new normal. And uh, he really ties that into like the scriptural narrative, like when the, within the Old Testament, as far as how we're, we're kind of displaced as followers of Christ. And then how do we redeem, how is God redeeming all the suffering and heartache that we're facing in this world through, through this pandemic and through loss? And, and he co- talks about how we try to create what he calls a false Eden. We're always looking to get back into Eden, but we can't because it's blocked off because Adam and Eve sinned. And yet, we're trying to create this false Eden, and yet, if we understand restoration from a biblical standpoint, we know that the new heavens and new earth are going to come. And so, rather than looking try to try to create some kind of false Eden now, we wait in expectancy. It's really good. And so, I'm not finished yet. So, I'm reading those two books, and um, and then I read, like, Guitar Magazine or whatever, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Well, it's not hunting, so it's not as good. As, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not hunting. It's just <laughs> guys with guys with long hair and just playing through Marshall stacks, you know, which, which is an amplifier, by the way. In case you don't know that, Didn't did know. not know that. No idea what that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm trying to read read my Bible. Um, okay. Uh, I think I said I read Ephesians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I said. <laughs> No, that's always actually kind of a, that's always something, honestly, it's a kind of a battle to keep that, trying to keep that as in your life. I mean, it's, you know, people may be surprised, but as a pastor, I mean, like you're always studying the Bible and things like that, but also trying just to maintain your personal intake and being challenged by it. That's a, that's a challenge. Um, 
So uh, recently, obviously things like, you know, for preparing stuff is always stuff. So like, um, you know, stuff for, for classes or whatever. Um, so like just read Devoted to God, which is by Ferguson. And uh, actually Ferguson was really helpful. Uh, Sinclair Ferguson, that book on sanctification we did for class. But um, that was really helpful. So the ideas, the ideas that he brings about um, in that book were helpful uh, for also for the little sermon series on Sunday nights. Um, um, going, you know, kind of looking last night at First Corinthians chapter twelve and such, and and for preparing for those um, sermons too. I always find John Calvin to be extremely helpful because. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude was doing this stuff 500 years ago, um, and the interpretations are still, I mean, you, you might quibble here or there, but they're not, he was just given a great gift mm-hmm. to be able to understand the Bible and not to be fanciful with his interpretations. And so I always find him to be very helpful and wise and um, judicious um, in the way that he, he interprets the text. And so I always, I always really enjoy reading him. He's uh, pretty to the point. He is. Yeah. That's, I think, why I like uh, Lloyd-Jones as well. Mm-hmm. Lloyd-Jones mm-hmm. is one of those guys that's just going to give it to you. Oh, yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Not scared. Right, right. And sometimes, so I just say that because sometimes when you read people, you can tell they're being, I don't know if politically correct's the word, but they're just trying to be kind. and A bit more timid bit or more cautious timid or, or whatever. Maybe even, you might say pastoral at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Calvin's like, yeah. this is what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, right. Yeah, he's just giving. Here you go. Well, and he he did say at one point he loved brevity, and so yeah. Um, now you may look at all the stuff he wrote and think he wasn't very <laughs> was brief, say, yeah, no. but yeah, that's a that's a relative term. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, his commentary is definitely the biggest one on my desk. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, stuff I've been reading at home. I've been trying to start reading through um, uh, a volume I picked up at Leroy's uh, friend, a guy we know up by uh, Flint. Um, he got, he had the first volume of the collected works of a guy named John Murray, mm-hmm. who was a professor at Westminster Seminary and died in like 1975. But um, he's got just a collection of like, in this book, it's like essays or notes he gave on talks or whatever. And so like the first section are, are uh, articles or essays on the, on scripture. So the first one is actually was a really good one. And it was talking about the encouraging the, um, um, like a diligent study of scripture, not simply reading through the Bible, but actually trying to seriously study it and grasp what it's saying. Um, he had a talk there on like the sufficiency and the finality of scripture. Um, and also talked about like how, you know, the old Testament and the new Testament are, they are a unity. They work together, things like that. And last night I read, um, I think it was yesterday about how Jesus Christ is the redeemer. Um, and, um, just, it, it's just all sorts of various topics. Um, but they're short enough to where like you can read them real quick and in, in a sitting if you want to, but, um, just, He's a, he was a, he had a great way of thinking through um, the text and I don't know it's really it's kind of fun stuff to read um, helpful um, also one thing I've been reading personally is um, also going through a book I found at Ollie's not all D's but Ollie's um, and what it is is it's a collection I forget what it's called the book but it's basically a um, a collection of diary entries at the tail end of the fall of the third Reich. Um, so Nazi Germany. And what he does is, so you're not reading a, um, you're reading people's 
journal entries or diaries or whatever they're saying was happening. And he takes like just a few key dates at the very last days of 1945. Um, and so like the first day is April 20th, 1945, which was Hitler's last birthday. So you'll read all sorts of accounts of what's going on from all sorts of angles, from Russian angles, from German angles, from American angles. And it's kind of like just a record. Um, but the way he arranged it is kind of gives you a helpful picture of something of what people were thinking and going through. Um, so I don't know that that's what I've been reading as well for kind of, I'll say pleasure because I, I like history stuff. I find that interesting, but I was going to ask, do you ever read fiction books? Rarely. I'm not much. I've the one fiction book I have read recently is this is a, is a, a it's like a, it's, it's a book called the hammer of God. And it was written by a guy who's now dead, an old Swedish Lutheran bishop. And he wrote this book called The Hammer of God. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, sounds like <laughs> something I sure would it's read. Fiction? <laughs> and uh, but it's actually, um, I found it. It's it's actually got a ton of fascinating theology in the book. Um, and actually, I find it's coming from like a Lutheran Reformation perspective, and uh, it's like the same parish or the same location roughly, but looking at three different um, times in this area and what pastoral ministry looked like in these three different areas. And one of the common themes you see is how a young man comes in, but has to learn really how to be a pastor or is even converted, even though he's been like, some of these guys are called to be pastors in this area and they don't even really know the gospel yet. And so about how God brings them to faith and just how the gospel works in the lives of ordinary people and in pastoral ministry. It's a very helpful book because it shows the, the it's honest about the difficulties of pastoral ministry, but it also has a very positive view of pastoral ministry and also of the role that people who aren't pastors in the church can play in, in, in the life of the body of Christ. It's actually, I really liked it a lot, but... Anyway, that was that was one fiction book I have read. Dave, do you ever read fiction? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> and not not currently. Um, but we were. I was reading with like with Luke, like the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm you know, or like I love the space trilogy. Um, uh, I I haven't read Tolkien in a while, but I've read a lot of Tolkien stuff. And my daughter is expressing interest in Harry Potter, so we actually requested the first one, the Sorcerer of the Stone the pictorial book, the big one to uh, start reading through. So cool. So yes, in some, some ways. No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I said, <laughs> so I Scott, did you want to answer the question for that, yourself? Yeah. No, I mean, I was just curious. I mean, we yeah. all, we all mentioned, I mean, I, I read fiction, uh, periodically. And yeah. I just started reading Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd recently read through the Wingfeather saga. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I just find that I if I don't read something that I that is not work yeah. for me to read. Sure. Like mm-hmm. study or learning, my love for reading starts to diminish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes mm-hmm. it harder for me to read things that I need to read. Sure. And so I that helps me just enjoy reading still. Yeah. So yeah. I have to alternate every now and again. Yeah, I think that, and definitely too, the Lord blesses that. Like he, I find stuff like, so for instance, whatever you're reading um, 
and you know, or even me reading this thing about World War II stuff, I see, I interpret it as a Christian, and you can see the good, the bad, the ugly mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're still learning um, and grasping things, but but from a different angle. So, I've just always struggled with fiction. It feels like a waste of time. Waste of time. <laughs> you haven't found a good story yet, Tim. Maybe I just. I mean, it's probably not surprising to you guys, knowing my personality, but I'm like, I'm wasting my time reading. It's not teaching me anything. I'm not learning anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm just reading some fantasy thing. Nah. You don't feel like that when you're watching TV, though, do you? No, that's the difference, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I do that, right, and watch movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But for some reason, I don't mind reading, like, stuff on history or biographies, but I don't know. There's just something about fiction that's just never, never grasped me at all. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like when people say, "Oh, the book's so much better than the movie." I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> the movie's fine. Right. It's fine. I, mean, I, I definitely feel what you're saying there. I mean, that's why it's got to be a good story. Yeah, you know, yeah, if sure. it's not a good story, then right. I'm not going to keep reading it. Yeah, you sure, know? I'll give it a couple chapters. Yeah, but after sure. that, I, it does feel like a waste of time. Yeah, I also struggle with reading and falling asleep. I don't know. Oh, I do that. Do. Every I mean. Night. <laughs> Because I've talked to people before. I'm like, when do you read? Because I don't. I mean, I'm seriously. I can't like go home and read. My kids are there, and it's my, yeah. my wife. Be like, what are you doing? You need to do something. Why are you just sitting there? Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'd be thinking the same thing. And they're like, no, I I like. What to are read. you doing? They're like, I love to read after my kids go to bed. I'm yeah. like, when my kids go to bed, I go to bed. I don't know what you're talking about. It's when right. I fall asleep. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get them to bed so I can sleep. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just not part of my life right now, I guess. Maybe maybe one day. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing against you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, second question. What have you been listening to? And this is kind of where we delve into more of the the realm of podcasts. Tim. I only listen to Pastors of the Roundtable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's the number answer. one podcast. <laughs> it's the only one. Yeah. yeah it's the to. only one. Some repeat. Wow. I mean... Yeah, it's a it's a powerful show too. Or would you count the ESV Bible as a podcast? Just listen to that. Yeah, I guess you could audio Bibles. Audio uh, Bible. I guess, yeah. It's listening. It's I listening. do listen to I. So we we do the we're doing as a church reading through the New Testament, and I listen to that. Okay. I always listen to my chapter every day, like usually on the way into church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do listen to that. But no, I listen to all kinds of podcasts. I mean, I listen to hunting podcasts, uh, different sports commentator podcast uh like i've been listening to a podcast right now it's called the book of basketball and they 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 did a series on like they did a series on they've done different series and right now it's they're doing one on uh magic johnson and larry bird just interesting their relationship mm. that's like a, that's, cool. that's like a phone then there's a bunch of christian ones i don't know if i i mean could sit here and list them all, I guess. I don't Just give us one or two uh, that you think would, that people probably would like to listen to as well, maybe. Um, I don't know if people would like to listen to them. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, we're like, we were talking about uh, the White Horse Inn has been doing one on uh, like diff- kind of how we did denominations, yeah. which has been pretty cool. Cause they, According to Spencer, they took our idea. Probably did. I don't want to, yeah, I don't, yeah. Wouldn't I'm, be the first time either. Because there's no. another podcast out there that came out shortly after <laughs> ours with the name Roundtable. Pastors of Roundtable. Mm. Right, right. And I'm like, come wow. on. Seriously? And somebody kind of associated I know. with us. Mm-hmm. Pretty you know, positive they took it, but that's okay. Hey, yeah, that's Whatever. okay. Do yeah, your thing. Yeah. Um, Imitation is the greatest form yeah, of flattery. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, but that one's been good because where we just talked about denominations and we you had interviewed some people, but they have people on from yeah. the denominations right. and talk about right. it and have a good discussion. It's just a really helpful, been a really helpful thing. Um, <clears throat> you put me onto a thing called the uh, Issues, et cetera. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> My mind went blank. But the reason I like that podcast, they uh, if you subscribe to that podcast, just a warning, your podcast is going to fill up with a billion things. Um <laughs> But they will do like on like some things in the news or pop culture, and they'll do some things with that. And uh, I like listening to that from a Christian perspective. Uh, they have some really smart guys on there. It's a it's a Lutheran yeah podcast, but um, they have a variety of voices. Yeah, on a there. variety of things that like even the stuff with Ukraine right now. They've talked some of that. It's been really helpful to mm-hmm. like listen to to try to. They had a Russian Orthodox guy on mm. talking about the press and how yeah. it's been, just. I, I I just found that pretty neat mm-hmm. to listen to and helpful trying to wade through mm-hmm. these different things um, in life. Uh, there's been some other ones that I've listened to before. Uh, I don't anymore, but I I did. Herschel Dork is that his name? Yeah, I don't think he's doing it anymore. Yeah, but he well, I like that. He was like interviewing pastors it's called Pastor Well. Yeah, and he was like interviewing pastors. Yeah. And asking them questions that I thought, you know, that pertain to my life, you know, right. about their marriage and how they do ministry and stuff. Sure. It, it wasn't like a big theological discussion or anything. It was always very just practical, I felt, for sure. pastors. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed listening to that one. Um, there's other ones, I'm sure, mm-hmm. that I'm missing. There's a comedian I love listening to. I listen to his <laughs> podcast every week. <laughs> Nate Bargatze. It's called Nate Land. He's a clean comic. So, I mean, I'm not afraid to say it because you're not going to – I would listen to it with my kids in the car. wouldn't be bad. Uh, but he's funny. He's from Tennessee, Nashville area. Okay. Yeah. His special is called The Tennessee Kid. The Tennessee and Kid. And The Greatest Average American. The Greatest Average American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix. He's funny. Awesome. But that's a good just like – Winding down. You know what I mean? You're not thinking about anything. They're talking right. about dumb stuff or whatever, you know, and – uh I don't know. It's just like a wind, yeah, a yeah. winding down. Good, sure, fun. Listen to, but I listen to podcasts. I don't know about you guys, but I mean that's what I do in my car. Uh, mm-hmm. And now it's getting to be uh, outdoor work season, yeah. mowing and stuff. So hitting podcasts. Uh, uh, Nine marks will have them. What's that? Mm-hmm. One? What's that one called? Uh, Pastors talk. Pastors yeah, talk. A couple different. Uh, ones. Sometimes I like to listen to that one depending on the topic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Good. Good. Scott. Let Dave go first. He might need to leave here soon. All right. Dave. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, so I I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. I've been more recently. My wife's really into podcasts, and um, she got me on uh, Dr. Kurt Thompson. He's got a podcast called Being Known, and he is a neuro, like a neuroscientist. Um, really smart guy and he he's and he's a believer and he's solid and so he talks a lot about just how um you know how suffering and trauma and pain affect us as human beings mm. and how god redeems that and he's got a brand new podcast called neuro faith and he's interviewing guys that are th- like theo uh theologians that are kind of really theologically sound but also understand neuroscience and how mm. the brain how the brain works and how God works through with and when when our when it comes to like our thinking and all it's really it's really good stuff. I just started listening to that, so that's been good. Um, and uh, John Cooper has a podcast. I haven't gotten into it too much. He's the lead singer of Skillet mm-hmm. Christian, yeah, 
rock band. It's called Cooper Stuff, and he talks a lot about like the Puritans and what he's reading and theology and current events. So that's kind of cool, especially if you're into music and you know that kind of genre. Um, and I listen to a lot of music, um, but there's kind of on the nerdy side. I listen to it's not a podcast; it's like a YouTube. Um, like uh, the YouTube series called Ancient Greek Through Latin. <laughs> and it's these two guys. I know it's so nerdy, but it's these two guys um, who are, are, are fluent Latin speakers and have studied Latin, um, you know, both like ecclesiastical Latin and more like uh, what would Cicero Latin, which is classical Latin. And they teach Koine Greek, you know, which is the New Testament Greek or ancient Greek through Latin. And uh, it's very basic. But it's it's good, so you hear it, and the pronunciations is really good. It's like right on, um, as far as they can they can tell from from you know history and and all that good stuff. So that's that's kind of my my fun like hobby, if you will, is studying languages. <laughs> okay, I know it's that is why yeah, you're looking at me like that. <laughs> definitely nerdy. <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 <laughs> I, I, I've that's always fine. loved languages, so I like like I I love reading Calvin because you know he brings out like he was a La- he was a phenomenal Latin speaker and loved Latin. Read Cicero every year, and um, or Hodge, you know, he brings a lot of that out in, in Greek. So I like reading those guys mm-hmm. because they, they really I love etymology and all that good stuff. Yeah. So now define etymology for people. The study of words. Right. Where words come from, the right. origin of words. So, like Hebrew comes from the semant- semantic branch, if you will, of the of mm-hmm. language, like Phoenician, Egyptian, all Moabite, that. Moabite, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember our, our our Hebrew teacher at seminary said, "I could teach you everything. I could teach you Moabite in the morning, and we could read everything in Moabite in the afternoon because there's like one example of Moabite mm-hmm. that they have left." <laughs> and yeah, so he's right. like, <laughs> "Yeah, he's like, I could teach you this, and then we could read it all in one yeah. afternoon." So anyway, it's so, kind of funny. I love that it's kind funny. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, Scott. Yeah, it's funny how different things are. Like Tim doesn't read for like fun or enjoyment or whatever, but it's like that's sounds like a lot of your podcast listening. Is just like topics that you just enjoy just for entertainment yeah, purposes yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm exactly the opposite. Like I don't really listen to podcasts for entertainment. I like learning things uh, as opposed to like when I read, I like to try to just enjoy just for the entertainment value sometimes. But um, but I, I mean, the podcast that I listen to, there's a lot of them that I will listen to that I don't listen to every episode. Like, you know, there's some that people follow, like, religiously or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I don't do that. Like, there's some people that I just listen to, not because I really like them, but because I like the topic they're talking about. But some of the ones that that I consistently listen to, there's actually one for kids called God's Big Story. I think it's done by the Village Church. Um, But it is, it's, each episode is, like, 20 minutes long, Mm. and we listen to it in the van with our kids, because that's what they're doing. They're they're just going through like the storyline of the Bible, and uh, they, so they go through a story. But then they have like a game to play afterwards with the kids, and they have songs that they sing. And my kids really enjoy listening to it. It's like the perfect length if we're driving to Dundee or to Sam's or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so we like listening to that together. But the ones that I listen to probably the most consistently are we've already mentioned one called Pastors Talk. Uh, it's uh, put on by the ministry called Nine Marks. I just find that really helpful. The topics are varied enough, and I appreciate the opinions uh, that the guys there have on on subjects. And then I also listen to a podcast um, called uh, Trench Talk, which is put on by a ministry called Practical Shepherding. 
And um, that's that. I mean, I don't think anybody in our church would be particularly interested in listening to that one because it's pretty specifically geared towards pastoral ministry um, and just looking at things like that. But I like listening to a podcast by Kevin DeYoung called Life and Books and Everything. Mm. He has a good variety. I have that one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so he has a good variety they talk about. I don't know if I'm going to listen to it much longer because he used to have co-hosts, right? but they're moving away from that. And a pet peeve of mine, I really don't enjoy that much listening to people who just have a, like, it's just them. Like, I like listening to a dialogue and a conversation about stuff. I don't like listening. Like, there's one that I really, I wanted to try to listen to it and like it um, called Theology in Particular, but I just, I just couldn't get into it because it's, you, it's sometimes just a guy sitting there reading something, right. and I just I don't like listening to that. So maybe if Kevin's listening, you you, you might be the co-host that he he might be needing. That would be really yeah. fun. Right. I don't know so how Scott Slater. I don't know. S Slater at <laughs> mmbconline.org. If Kevin DeYoung is listening, uh, Scott I, might be. I will to. not be as interesting as Justin Taylor or Colin Hansen. But you never know, or <laughs> as well read, they read a lot because theirs is they yeah, actually editors. do, aren't they editors? Yes, they're yeah, editors. That's why, <laughs> but they, I mean, they're they actually do on that podcast what we are doing here. Like a big chunk of it is dedicated to mm-hmm. what are you reading, and every single episode is like ten new books. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, but it's they're still editors. that Crossway can publish it. Yes, you're right. <laughs> right. But right. but I like listening to those, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's more that I could mention. Um, I, I I like uh, mortification of spin too. I didn't yeah. say that. I'm sure Spencer. I'm probably still that's one. His. That's one of the ones where I listen to them when there's a interesting. Topic yeah, it's not all like. the time, but yeah. they are. They usually when I listen to them about something, I'm usually like on page with them. I'm thinking mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. and they just articulate it better than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. They've got a lot of really good episodes, and you mentioned issues, etc. I I like listening to that. I find that one harder to listen to because. I don't feel like you can always get a good feel for what the episode is going to be about based on like the title of it. I know sometimes, yeah, it'll say a title and it's the last five minutes. Of I know, it. and so <laughs> I, know. I and so yeah. I, I don't yeah. listen to that one as much unless right. one of you have told me that it's a good episode, and then I'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of those ones where it's like I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. Sure. And so I, I also listen on times too. I yeah, can't do that. I don't do that. I cannot pre- do that. Can you do that at all? You speed it up. I speed it up to time and a half is the regular speed. I yeah. always listen everything on. Like I can't. I can't imagine going back to normal speed. You are uh, a total. But sometimes times two. You are a total utilitarian. You know that. Like only <laughs> what you you're like totally asking the question. What what profit? Like where? Like you know? Like what? Like what can I? You know, it's like no reading for pleasure or whatever. You're yeah. just totally just yeah. trying to consume. This and, must have yeah efficiency, yeah. <laughs> yeah, raw efficiency. Yeah. Oh, efficiency is bad. No, no, it's not at all. If that is the only thing, though, I actually think it's very impressive that you, because I, I I believe you when you say that. Like when you listen to that, you can retain yeah. what you hear. Like That's, I I can't, I don't do that. There's certain ones you can't listen on times two because they're they're fast talkers, right? But right. there's other ones that if they're like kind of slower, mm-hmm. times two is. Where it needs to be, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Awesome. There's one, there's <laughs> one that like news related that I'll I was listening to it this morning when I came in, uh, that I'll listen to fairly often, which is Albert Moeller's The Briefing. Yeah, and I I like that because I mean, and that's when I think people in our church actually would be interested mm-hmm. 
and listening to because he it's just he does it every single morning. Is that a podcast? Like you can subscribe to it? Yeah. I've only ever listened to that on the computer, so I didn't know. Yeah, I, like I haven't a, even looked it up. It's a podcast. He does it every morning. He takes the biggest news stories of either that day or the previous week. How long is it cool. every day? Like 20 minutes. Okay. He'll mm-hmm. do like two or three major stories. So he used to not do that every day then. Back when I would listen to it on the computer, I remember it would be a lot longer. But then on the computer, it would also break it up into sections of like 15 or 20 minute based on the topic. No, he does it every single day on the podcast. It still does the breakup, I think, online on the does daily it? episodes. Okay. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But, but I don't f- think it was every day back yeah, when I was listening to it. It averages it a while 25 minutes. A long time ago, he had a radio show. Yes, and I mean, it was called the briefing, and or, I would. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, through the years, so now yeah, it's. I become, would listen to it on the radio, and first. now it's become a. Po- yeah, he's moved to a podcast format. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he has a longer one, like more like an hour and a half one called Thinking in Public. Yeah, where he interviews like scholars mm-hmm. and talks about mm-hmm. big issues. Mm-hmm. But th- this one's helpful just because he takes like he takes newspapers like USA Today, New York Times, finds important stories in them for Christian yeah. purposes and. Just gives you a Christian worldview perspective on this mm-hmm. so- social or cultural topic that's going on, and I find it very informative. Yeah, I am a, a fan of his, and I so what I say, I don't mean to like belittle or anything, but there were times where he seemed panicky, like he would talk about something going to the Supreme Court or whatever, and it would be it almost came across like, and if this happens, we're all dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why and I'm like, whoa! I go I mean, through, there's always like this yeah. alarmist, like, whoa! No, you're wait, right, what? you're right. I go through spurts <laughs> because if you listen to him every single day. You're going to think the world is coming to an end. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what that does point out, though, is that, like, in these, like, secular news sources, like, there's a lot of, when you start looking at them from a Christian perspective of everything that's going on, there's a lot of it out there. And you don't see how pervasive, like, we were talking about homosexuality on a previous podcast, and you don't know how, like, a, the change of sexual ethics and things like that has really permeated the culture around us mm-hmm. but I, like you said i can't listen to him every day he's also so extremely panicking. smart i remember he was going to a conference i was going to be at and i remember thinking i i don't want to listen to him preach it's gonna be so far over my head but it wasn't he actually did an awesome job yeah um but sometimes in that i remember he would like just rattle off things i'm like is that what the common man knows? it reminds i don't know he that. reminds me of somebody else I <laughs> yes know. he is much like oh. spencer yeah <laughs> you guys even sound alike at times i mean it is it is scary. I'm serious. I've had no, other don't people. Don't insult Al Mohler that I way. I have no. had other people <laughs> deposit of information <laughs> in your brain yeah. that, you that just makes me wonder, passing. like, what? Like, like you, you did it a little bit ago. You know, April 20th, 1945 or whatever. Like, okay, that was Hitler's last birthday. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, well. it was just common knowledge to you. And, well, I just read it in the book. I, I'm, I, okay, I can't lie. I knew that back before. <laughs> I know you did. I, 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 yeah. There it is. There but it is. I, That's I how Al Mohler is. But you're and, right. Yeah, I listen. I When I listen to him, sometimes I feel dumber. And I get a little panicky. <laughs> so I can't listen all the time. <laughs> well, talk about He's got his book, his book collection. He's probably got thousands of in thousands of volumes of books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's very smart. Very well. Very read. smart. Yeah. Right. Right. Spencer, your turn. What do I you listen, listen to, to, I'm, a, I'm, I like listening to podcasts a lot. Um, and, uh, so like I listen to white horse in, I like issues, etc. a lot. Like you said, I don't listen to every single on all of these things. It's not like I'm just like, right. I'm, I'm, like, I you know, I'm, tune I'm in. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, but I really like issues, et cetera. I like the variety mm-hmm. of topics. Um, I also like the different. One thing I really like is to listen to what 
people outside of my normal sphere of influence are thinking about topics. And so like issues, et cetera, does a good job of from a Lutheran or like they've got a guy who's a regular on the show. That's Eastern Orthodox. Yeah. Terry Mattingly, um, who's a religion news reporter. So it's like, it's really cool to hear, um, his perspectives. Um, another podcast I listened to, I've, I think I've listened to probably every single one of their, it's, they don't produce episodes, but maybe like, I don't know, maybe every few weeks or maybe a month. It's a really kind of more of a nerdy one, but it's called the paleo Protestant podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And is that uh, on dieting. Is that no, no it sounds okay. like it, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's these guys that all teach at Hillsdale university, oh, Hillsdale yeah, college. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, a Presbyterian and Anglican and a Lutheran. Um, and they talk about various issues. Um, I, I find it fun. They're all history profs. Over they at have Hillsdale. quite the YouTube channel. Do they really? Hillsdale, yeah. Oh, Hillsdale in general. Okay, In general. But I mean, I'm sure they post this too. Yeah, this Um, is... But they're always doing stuff, and it's always very academic. Sure. Very, some might say elitist, but I don't think that's what they're coming across. I don't think that's what it is. Right, right. Is there... Does podcast mean anything specific? I don't know if they did that just to like... Make fun of it? Be different. I don't know. (laughs) Um... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know either. Because <laughs> my wife, she always gets, yeah, she's like bothered by that too. She does like, why? Hillsdale College is a very conservative, good college. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people know that. It's And we live right by I it. knew about it back in Missouri. Yeah. I would always hear about Hillsdale, Hillsdale, The problem Hillsdale. is you can't afford to go well, there. The thing is, though, they don't take government money. Right. I know. So and that's why. I mean, that's why it's, to go there. it's pricey it to go there. so... Jackson's yeah. been getting a lot of letters from them. He's at, he's at that age sure. now, right? And so kind of looked it up and it was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in the trash. Yeah, um, nope. <laughs> so I listened to those guys. They talk about like um, any number of, of issues from from like a an older um, Protestant perspective. Um, another podcast is that I listen to every so often. It's this podcast called Saints and Sinners Unplugged. And it's rooted around Miami, Florida. Yeah. And so there's three Baptists and one Presbyterian on it. And they talk about theology and issues from a reformational perspective, but they're all rooted. Um, and it's actually quite a diverse podcast. Yeah. What's his three name? of them are Latino. Like, um, like there's Who's the main guy though. Ken Jones is an African American. So yeah, no, there's another one. So there's 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 Aldo Leon who's yeah, on there. Rides a motorcycle. Yeah, he's a Presbyterian <laughs> yeah. pastor. I don't know if he's I don't know if the the guy I, I don't know if the other three guys on there are from a Cuban background. I don't know, but so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. And they they talk about about uh, theological issues from a reformational perspective, um. Which which I which I really like. So yeah. Anyway, those are some of them that I me and you share to. one that we listen to, but we don't need to talk about that. It's it's an it's acquired it's a it's an acquired yeah, taste. Very dry. It's it a, is. It's an the acquired most boring podcast I've ever listened to in my life. Are you serious, Scott? Boring. I think so. If you're, if you're, you should listen to it on time and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. That's the one that you can. They listen just to. recently. I saw. I haven't listened to it. They had another music show. Yeah, they did. I didn't listen to that one. What? I don't listen to the music shows. A music show like they just play music of their their their. Brand of bumper music, yeah. It's yeah. You it, see, that is the. That's what I said. Like that sounds like a waste of time to me. Yeah, it <laughs> I is. Just can't. They would even say that. It kind of is, but they also have some great guests, like Todd Pruitt from Mortification yeah. of Spin will be on. They're or, just very curmudgeon-y. They're gonna say what they think. 
And and you could get your feelings Which hurt. Which is, yes. No, no. You have they, to not get your they, feelings they hurt. Can, yeah. They say what they think. They just say it as slow and <laughs> That's because they're from the south. As possible. From the east side of Tennessee, the one. I don't know where the other North Carolina. Are. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah. So that's just how they talk. That's fine. That's it's I it's an acquired taste. It can't. is. I've I, I would ne- I've never encouraged anyone to listen to it. Never. Good. I haven't. <laughs> not to, not because they and don't say today. true things, right? But it's right. just I just I am bored out of my mind. I'm are you serious? Honest. I'm gonna be honest. I like, want. I have tried okay, to listen to it. I have to, to raise my hand here. I have to raise my hand. I will re-listen to episodes. Like if I'm playing, <laughs> if I'm playing like like the NBA game yeah. at night or whatever, I'm like I just want to relax. I'll put those guys on because <laughs> the the the, the dry humor yeah. just gets me every time. Funny. I'm like, it's oh fun. my goodness, it is so. And my <laughs> wife will listen to it. She's like, oh, she hates it. So anyway. I'll be out too. Like, <laughs> other than just their boringness, I'll say like I'll, they're they're very. They talk about things that are very specific to yes. their tradition. situation yeah. and right, tradition right, right. and denomination. Yeah. Yeah. That honestly have like the way they're thinking through the issue has bearing on me and in our sure. our circles but yeah. a lot of what they say like i feel like i don't need to know what you're thinking about this or talking about so this. we've spent a couple minutes talking about a podcast that we haven't named so it's got it's pretty cool no yeah. way um, you should just leave it we should make it we should yeah. leave it a mystery it is a mystery yeah i'm not saying it but it is a lot of fun and um yeah and um so actually they just recently had a guy from the paleo protestant podcast <laughs> who's a regular on the host. He's the main host was on this other podcast. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, they have him regularly on there. Yep. So, okay. Well, we'll leave it there and leave it at a mystery right there. <laughs> it's kind of fun. There is another book I was going to share. I picked this up at Leroy's. You were talking about getting books at Leroy's. Yeah. Um, and it was on technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tony, Tony, uh, Rinky. How do you say his Rinky. name? How do you say his name? Yeah. It's called God, Technology, and the Christian Life. And he's trying to he's trying to write in this book. I've read the first chapter. Um, a theology for technology, right? Of saying he he actually goes in scripture. He went to Noah. It was kind of interesting. He went to Noah and he's like, We see technology with Noah and like think about it, tar. Right? That's a technological movement. And he said, or after- when was the tar made? Was that the, the tar? The tire. <laughs> sorry. Is that a southern trying, joke? I was playing play a little southern joke. <laughs> no. uh, sorry. Uh, or like with Babel. Bad joke. Go ahead. He Keep talked it. about with Babel. Like you see technology there. They learn how to make bricks, you yeah. know, how to mortar them together, and how to make big structures. And now instead of spreading like they were supposed to, they gathered together, but it was because of technology. Right. But he's also saying how technology is not bad. And so how do we how do we do that? And then um, him along with another guy. Uh, write about technology some and they talk like there's like a book called the tech wise family i think mm-hmm. it's like andy crouch maybe and his wife wrote that um i've just been interested in that uh that topic of how do we tackle that because i mean i see it in my own family there's plenty of times i'm watching tv i look over and everybody's on their phone um and that's doing something to us no doubt uh it can't all be bad it's got to be some good mm-hmm. technology is going to keep going how do we address that as a church how do we deal with it and i, I the topic sounds interesting to me, so I haven't waded into it too much, but that's a book that I grabbed and mm-hmm. I'm interested to hopefully yeah. read. Yeah, that's yeah, a major issue. I remember uh, Dr. Murray at seminary had a book or a thing called God's Technology. Um, and that's yeah, one of those things I'd love similar to topic, see. I think, yeah. He has a lot of helpful yeah. insights on things like mm-hmm. that. I think mm-hmm. that's something that all of us would say here that we'd like to start seeing happening here at Monroe is like... More technology? Com- yeah, yeah. Just... Bogo Meta. 
Meta, Meta, uh, <laughs> the the M M M B C. There you go. Yeah. No, but I mean like conferences. I think that'd be a good conference one day uh, to have here. It's like a speaker come and talk about technology and how it affects kids and families and and adults and individuals and maybe some practical things. You know, like a Friday Saturday thing. I think that's a realistic thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. And those are things that us as pastors would like to know more about right. our families to help. I think that'd be helpful. Yeah. And yeah, fall in line with so. our discipleship strategy, I guess you'd think. Yeah, whatever. definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, that's another Okay. One. All right. Very Not good. fantasy. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, you get lost in the metaverse. <laughs> that's what they say. I've never been in it. Right. Right, there'll probably be novels written about the metaverse now. Like, hey, I tell you what, if they lost. start offering you the ability to watch sports games in the metaverse, I guarantee you, you will. So they already have that with oh, the. Uh, see, he's already researched it in his magazine. No, I've seen it. The VR. Uh huh. I haven't seen it where you can watch it live, <clears throat> but like they have VR. I've, I've had VR goggles before. I got to borrow them from somebody, put them on, and YouTube had things where you were like at an NBA All Star game, sitting in the front row, uh-huh. and you could literally like look all the way around, right, and see people, and then you were on the front road, you'd see the players, you could hear the players. It took you into the locker room and everything. So that's already there. <laughs> wow. I don't know if they do it live, I though. told you. Oh, don't even coming. need to go to the game. Just it's sit coming. there and just... I mean, can you imagine sitting there, like, being on the football field, linebacker coming right for you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, I guess the, the possibilities are limitless. So It seems like it. Okay. I'm going to go organic and... Um, not do that you know so that'll be kind of the next thing is going organic even with a you shouldn't go vision. to the game yeah just just go go actually afford, go to the game i can't afford the front probably row the, probably going to the game will be cheaper <laughs> even at a lions game no oh, that's the most expensive one around really oh gosh yeah you can't get lions i thought ticket. they stunk so bad it would be cheap it's nfl it's always expensive oh you yeah. can go Good to a tigers game. to go anyway <laughs> you can go to a tigers game for probably like three bucks right they're I'll gonna be there and they are gonna be good this year even as a Cardinals fan, I can say they seem they're they're gonna be they're gonna be good. I guess we'll find so out. They're gonna be good. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, maybe you'll go listen to some other stuff now. Um, this is your favorite podcast, but <laughs> others others will will have something to contribute alongside of what we've said already. You know, it's really interesting. I know that you're trying to close this out, but I've talked to several people since we've periodically announced this podcast. They have no idea what podcasts are. Yeah, I know that. I've seen, I've come across that too. Which, and it's just, it blows my mind because I listen to them all the time. How old are you? I'm 30. That's why. <laughs> well, no, people that aren't that much older than me. Yeah, they are. If they're in their upper 40s, if no, they're in their 40s, 40s, if they're in their 40s, I was late to podcast. I'm 39. I uh-huh. was late to podcast because I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. But my younger friends, and by younger, I just mean even like five years younger. Yeah. We're into it. And yeah. then I started to learn. Right. I think it's a generational thing. Yeah. Um, well, and you talk about, know about things are moving so fast. Like, for instance, blogs. Yeah. You, you mean, you think about blogging now. Blogging has become a, and I was listening to a thing just recently. <clears throat> that's now a one-way medium almost now. Because right. remember in the past, whenever like the comment section of blogs yeah. would be huge. Well, now you have Twitter. And now Twitter has taken that away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying, even within the past 15 years, right. technology has changed even the medium where blogging was so big, but now it's, I'm just saying things are things are adjusting yeah. even then. Well, it's like even even people that ask me questions about, like we said earlier, you know, go to your pastor, ask questions about yeah. whatever. 
Like the first thing that I usually tell them to do instead of getting a book and reading a book is go listen to this podcast. Yeah. And they say, what's a podcast? Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, just sure. like, it's so I've come across that too. It's so easy, especially to be honest for adult men who usually don't like to read. I find to, but they'll listen to a podcast on their sure. way to work or something sure. like that. But there's a lot of people that don't know podcasts and yeah. how helpful they can be. Right. I've had people ask me, this was more like, uh, Excuse. <clears throat> Sorry. Like I, they're wanting to know more about faith. Maybe yeah. they they would say, "I'm a Christian, but you know, I'm maybe I'm not a super faithful Christian or whatever." What should I listen to? And I remember one of them. We talk about this guy all the time, but I I've pointed them to Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Yeah, um, that podcast. It's like it's a a, good... da- a daily twenty minute sermon, maybe, right? Or, right. Or part of one of his sermons, and uh, that it it's not like super technical or anything, and I I think they've liked it. You know, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I've got that question from younger people. What podcast should I be listening to instead of books I should read or mm-hmm. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I I can say I grew up listening to like talk radio, so for me, like the transition to podcasting was very easy because yeah. I still and even in the car, I know I I still listen to like sports talk radio. That's what got me into yeah, podcasting and, is I listen to sports talk radio all the yeah. time. But the I'd got so frustrated with the ads on sports yeah. talk radio. I'm like, I have a 15 minute drive. I heard two minutes of right, talk. The rest right, have been ads. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, then I started to. They started to say, "Well, we have a podcast now." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Right. And, and it actually, was that sports talk radio? I started listening to his podcast, and then it would recommend other ones. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. these don't even have. Or I can right. fast forward the commercials. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I started listening because, like you said, like Alistair Begg has his sermons on mm-hmm. there. Before podcasting was really big, I would just listen to, like, you could download episodes from the internet onto, like, a CD of, yeah. of a sermon series or whatever. Yeah. But then I found out these churches are putting their sermons on a thing, on thing called a podcast. Right. And then from there, like, it just exploded. People, everybody right. started doing, like, a, a podcast right. on a specific topic or whatever. Now, we talked about different generations. I feel like even younger people than us don't, they don't they're not really prone to listen to a podcast as much as they would be willing to watch a YouTube video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's even a bigger difference. Yep. That's, that's interesting. Cause like I would so rather prefer to listen than to watch, but, oh, I would but too. you know what I mean? Like I just feel, yeah, you anyway, know, that's just a difference in medium differences, but, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you guys are good, yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, I won't interrupt you again. Okay, please don't. Actually, no. <laughs> Scott, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and mute you right now, because okay. so that way you can't say anymore. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we hope this has been helpful, and uh, take care. God bless.